I can't afford to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me tonight in the Zoom room for one of our most amazing Versus episodes, please welcome co-host Dave Festini. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Welcome to the next, what, installment of... um one classic album versus another versus another thanks for having me i like how you said that and sitting in as reporter slash scorekeeper mr dave schneier gentlemen how are you tonight wow you got your name right right off the bat i know he's he's got it every every week he's got it it's just and it just flows beautifully like islands (laughs) in the stream (laughs) <laughs> well you've given away our albums for tonight it's <laughs> kenny rogers kenny rogers uh, versus dolly parton england dan and john ford coley oh, there you go one hit no tonight we're going to step it up a bit we're going to move into the 90s with two classic albums one released in 1991 from u2 octung baby gonna face off against rem's automatic for the people from 1992 dave schneier told us that these are two of his favorite albums. This would be a Sophie's choice for him. Mm. So it's going to be interesting how this plays out tonight. It, they Is are it, two class. I uh, Sorry. I, despite the fact that I'm a reporter and scorekeeper, these are fantastic albums. They are. Is it safe to say that they are desert album discs for you, Dave? So here's a funny thing. I know because there are other REM albums I would put above this easily, but I still love the album. Are you more of an IRS REM guy? Yeah. Yeah, I am. This is uh, automatic for the people's when they moved on to the big machine, Warner brothers records, which still, they still put out great music on Warner brothers. There was still a lot of good stuff, but the IRS stuff was, was my favorite. All right. I think I imagine REM going, like selling out i feel they feel like one of the only bands i don't even know that they would be able to get away with it or that even if their sound i don't think their sound would translate well although you could make an argument for shiny happy people being i mean I, don't even- I think peter buck once said peter buck said if selling out means reaching a larger larger audience then consider us sellouts they they Moving to Warner Brothers was part of a whole plan of of just reaching a wider audience. And you know, you gotta you eventually want to make some big money for your hard work all those years. I mean, they put in their time. Yeah, for sure. You uh, too, on the other hand, definitely popped. I mean, they have an album called Pop, do they not? A, a very a huge shift in sound for them over the years over the years many times a huge shift in sound both bands take chances that's for sure uh i don't know anyone who doesn't like octung baby or doesn't like automatic for the people and that's why this is going to be interesting to see how the listeners come down and uh yell at us (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, a lot of a lot of people up in arms with our last episode that aired which was 
the Van Halen 1984 versus 5150. Uh, many people angry. Yeah. Uh, some people would have ag- agreed with us. Some people vehemently did not like it. <laughs> I I had l- a lengthy text discussion with uh, Ed over that that episode. What did he think? Um, he um, he agreed with me on the majority of the picks. The one that he agreed with Pat over me um, was Love Walks In and I'll Wait. He has a deep, deep hatred for I'll Wait. Wow. Um, yeah. So he was he was not a huge fan of Love Walks In either, but he felt like Love Walks In was the lesser of two evils. And I have a deep, deep hatred for Ed. So this uh, <laughs> this is fantastic for me to hear that. Ed and I are on uh, on the same team against uh, brother Dave. But he also did mention that a lot of your choices uh, really damaged uh, the, the the small amount of credibility he felt you had in the first place. So yeah, uh, many people told me that. And I'm like, ugly, hey. ugly. Many people uh, have said, uh, oh, I usually agree with you and you really disappoint. It's like easy, easy. <laughs> right. It's not Calm down. It's nine songs we we went through. Easy. All right. Maybe we can make it up to him tonight. Uh, Are you guys ready to get it kicked off? Absolutely. All right. So real quick, uh, last week, I believe Dave went first. Pat, are we going to have you go first this week on the odd tracks? No, let's keep keep Dave on the odd tracks. He's a little bit. He's odd. I think that's a compliment. Sure. Sure. Because odd also means different and uh, insane. Okay. (laughs) So, um, all right, uh, let's just kick it off with track one from 1991's Octung Baby. This is Zoo Station. Here we go. Hey, Dave Festini. Yes. That's not what we're doing tonight. We're doing this. Oh, no. Oh, no. No talking, no talking. That is track one from 1981's Working Class Dog. That's going to go head to head tonight with this next artist. Get ready for it, Mr. Dave Festini. It's coming right at you. Here we go. Oh. 
All right, let's talk about what's happening here tonight. So uh, we were originally going to do Octung Baby versus Automatic for the People. Dave Schneier sent me a text and said, hey, we have to do Working Class Dog versus Reckless sometime because Dave Festini's head will explode. And I said, (laughs) I said, let's do it next. And we won't even tell him. We'll just uh, we'll surprise him. So uh, so surprise. Surprise. This is a it is a complete. Oh boy, this is will be this will be a testament to my loyalty to the format and the program because <laughs> now I mean I love both of these albums, but as 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 we've been over several times before, I am a card carrying Rick Springfield fanatic. Yeah. So this will be this will be a Sophie's Choice situation. Yeah. Uh, oh, so who goes first here? You go you first. You, you go, go first. first. So that was one night. That was love is all right tonight. Yeah. Versus one night love affair from Brian Adams, 1984 album reckless. Okay. Both albums in the top of, uh, of these artists discographies. I mean, right. Uh, in the, I mean, not, I'm not saying number one or number two, whatever, but in the top three or four easily. Oh, absolutely. Seminal absolutely. albums by these two artists. I think you could, I mean, the argument could be made that Reckless is Brian Adams' best. I mean, I cuts like a life knife. I, well, anyway, this is not about Brian Adams. It's not about that. <sighs> I love Love is All Right Tonight, right? It's a perfect start of the album. You know, uh, Rick Springfield has gone, has, has said that the, the whole point what he what he set out to do with this album was make quick three minute rock songs that he could take out on the road and tour with a band. Um, I love the I love the I I love everything about Love Is All Right tonight. The lyrics, it's great. Brian Adams' One Night Love Affair. I feel of an album that is loaded top to bottom. To me, One Night Love Affair is one of the weaker tracks on Reckless. It's good. It's got a great chorus, but compared to some of the other tracks on the album, not one of my favorites. So I have to go with Love Is All Right Tonight here. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh, boy. I will say. I love One Night Love Affair. But for me, it's like a nine, and Love is All Right Tonight is a 10. 
So I'm also yeah. voting for Love Is All Right tonight. It's just, it's just as soon as it starts to play, you're all in with a. It's it's a, a pop rock earworm of the highest order. I listen. I don't think Working Class Dog gets enough. We could we we could and have done entire episodes on how I feel about General Hospital and that album and his entire career. But Working Class Dog, I don't think gets enough attention. All right. Well, it just did with two uh, two <laughs> votes, Dave. It's in the lead. I, I, got a, I got a bad feeling about this one, though. <laughs> Dave Schneider. Yeah. What's the score right now? <sighs> two nothing. Working Class Dog in the lead. All right. Fantastic. Oh, All right. Here we go. Track number two versus track number two. First up. You might have heard this one. Yeah, maybe. Jesse's girl. <laughs> Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. Lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make her mine And she's watching me with those eyes And she's loving with that body, I just know it And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night All right, Jesse's girl going up against track two from (sighs) Reckless by Brian Adams. Let's hear a little. What is it? She's only happy when she's dancing. Get to go first because it's an even track. Here's what I'm going to tell you. As we've talked before, it doesn't matter to me if a song is overplayed. It doesn't matter if it's jump. It doesn't matter if it's uh, don't stop believing. That doesn't taint the song for me. It doesn't matter if it's shook me all night long. If I love it, I love it. And I 100% do love Jesse's girl. However, I feel there's a butt coming. There is. She's only happy when she's dancing. 
might be one of my favorite Brian Adams songs of all time. Wow. I just love it so much. I just, just the opening line. I love, I can see it. I can see what's going on. And uh, so for me, it's, she's only happy when she's dancing. Do you know, it's close, but I, I got to go with it. Cause it's one of my favorite Brian Adams songs. Yeah. Dave Fistine. I, oh, Oh boy. As a mega fan of Rick Springfield, I have a love-hate relationship with the song Jesse's Girl, right? It's clearly his most recognizable song. He's only number one. But I've heard it so many times. It's the it's the song where if I went to if I never heard Jesse's Girl in concert again, and he replaced it with, you know, one of of any other song really it, it wouldn't really bother me but i have to put the you know you got to put that aside as you right. stated we can't use have the fact that i've heard it a zillion times to, to to influence my decision she's only happy when she's dancing it's like that it's prime it's prime brian adams it's prime adams it's fun it's uh it's catchy as hell I don't think the studio album has it, but I think when he plays it live, it's got that drum breakdown in the middle of it. I just saw they did it the other night. I saw him at the garden. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> but I, I can't, I can't vote against that iconic guitar riff in the beginning of Jesse's girl. I can't. They're both incredible songs, but like Jesse's girl is an anthem. And I think Dave Grohl points out, I think in, um, I don't know if it's in sound city or if it was like one of the concerts that they did that there's a YouTube clip on where like he's out there with Rick Springfield and he plays like the first, he plays the, the beginning of the, the riff of Jesse's girl and the whole place goes nuts. And Grohl's like, how'd you like to be that guy who, who writes that riff? I play four notes or however many notes it is. And everybody in the house knows what it is. So yep. uh, I also think I'd probably be forced to surrender my Rick Springfield fan club card. If I voted <laughs> against Jesse's girl. So it's Jesse's girl for me, but not by a lot, not as much as you might think. All right. It's a, uh, right. it's for sure. Everyone in the world knows Jesse's girl. Not everyone knows she's only happy when she's dancing. So you yes. made valid points, and we will accept it. Uh, Dave <laughs> Schneier, did you listen to these two albums this week, as you usually do? Uh oh, he froze I, up. Yes, I did. Oh, okay, oh, there I did okay, listen to fine. them. Sorry, all right. My internet have... connection is a little wonky tonight. Sorry, that, that's okay. You're going to have a new uh, comments I... for us later. Yeah, <laughs> or, exactly. or now, or now. Anything now? Uh, yeah, I listened to both of these. The, look. Uh, Jesse's girl is it's the perfect mix of power pop and like a like a power rock type of song it, it's yeah. so good like I would have picked Jesse's girl because I'm actually not as familiar with she's only happy when she's dancing as much right right like I listened to it because I, I actually owned I may still have it somewhere in my house I owned reckless on vinyl and I remember playing the crap out of the album but I don't remember it back then as much as when I listened to it now. I was like, wow, it's really catchy. But Jesse's Girl, 100%. All right. Good deal. So, I, I, can't, I, I can't even argue it because it's so, it was so close 
in my head between the two songs. All right, here we go. Track three. Dave Fastini, as we're doing this, do you, do you know the track listing of Working Class Dog and Reckless? Do you know? It's them? so uh, it's so strange. I I went uh, at work. The parking lot is pretty. It's a nice walk from the parking lot to the building. Uh-huh. And I actually was listening to Working Class Dog this morning on my walk in. That's unbelievable. So I, I mean, I probably would have been able to tell you anyway had I not listened to it this morning. But the fact yeah. that I have. I know what's coming next on the on the working class dog album, but I don't know what's coming next right. on the Brian Adams album. And right. I know how much I love Reckless, so I'm scared. All right. Of the matchup. So the walk to the parking lot uh to work is long, which uh <laughs> which makes it tough when you get fired because it's uh <laughs> it's it's probably <laughs> twice as long when you're walking to your car with your yeah, it, it provides introspection as you <laughs> leave it's happened i've been that building i've walked that walk i was laid off i wasn't fired you weren't fired because you're back all right all right track three from working class dog by rick springfield 1981 it's called hole in my heart Track three's got to go up against track three. I mean, that's how it goes. Oh, no. So let's find out what's happening here right now as we hear a little bit of Run to You. found out about you 
I mean, this isn't fair. <laughs> Why it's is that fair. not fair? It's just not fair. It's the, the torture, the the inner, <laughs> the torture that I am enduring with this. Do you have to take a swig of Pepto like a, <laughs> like a, a, a police chief in the 70s uh, cop show? I just feel like no one's going to believe that I, that no one will believe that I'm not and then I'm not revealing my choice yet because quite frankly, I haven't even made it for myself, but that people won't believe me when I choose the uh, a Rick Springfield song over a Brian Adams song because all right, now I'm just rambling. They'll think you're being disingenuous. Yes. Yes. Because I'm truly trying to judge on the merits of the song. Mm-hmm. And the and I and the, again, like as with uh, one night love affair, run to you has never been. I I it's not that I dislike it, but of the songs on this album, run to you is not one of the ones that I favor. Let's put it that way. I know, although I know it was a single and very popular. Um, I I just I I like I like hole in my heart. I love that bass that you know bass riff in the beginning it's just i'm starting to question my own <laughs> mortality <laughs> this is gonna drive me nuts and they're gonna admit me i i i, I i'm <sighs> you're like I gotta, stumbling going, over your own words i am i am you're like I, a schoolgirl tonight because yeah. I want to i don't i don't want my fandom to to uh <laughs> to taint the process yeah, but uh, if I'm being completely honest, if I had only heard these two songs for the first time, I'm I'm gonna go with "Hole in My Heart." Hmm. Oh, the abuse I'm gonna take for this one. Hmm. All right, so we got one vote for "Hole in My Heart," and we're actually gonna have two votes. Wow. For because I have never really warmed up to run to you. It just, it was always just okay to me. Yeah, I, just, I, I agree. Even from the first time I heard it, I was just like, all right. It didn't really, it never grabbed me. I just think it's kind of just real middle of the road. Just kind of, it's just there. It doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, I, I totally, especially compared to the other tracks on the album that are, that are still to come. Yeah. But, it's just, uh, it doesn't it's a big do hit, it. but yeah, it doesn't. It's not, it's not one of my Adam's favorites. And uh, just so you know, both of these albums are million sellers. Rick Springfield, 3 million, very respectable. Reckless, 12 million. Oh, my goodness. Almost unbelievable. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Dave Schneier, can we get a count right now? Yeah, we can. Uh, working class dog way out in front, 5-1 right now. That that's a big that might be our biggest lead ever. Maybe, yeah, that's right? a big lead. I think it is. But All right. things can you never know. It's early. All right. This show could be over in another 10 minutes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Track four is going to face off against track four. I forget when I do this. Do I usually tell you what both tracks are or do I just I give it one at a time? No, you don't tell. No, you right. gotta go then, one at a yeah. time. No, right. one at a time. Yeah. Okay, I'm having a senior moment. Okay, track four from Working Class Dog, 1981. Carry me away. Ring the bell. Ring it. I pushed play. Oh, boy. 
going to go up against Brian Adams a song called Heaven That's the track four matchup. Once again, let me tell you, Carry Me Away Against Heaven, a deep album cut from Rick Springfield yes. against a hit ballad. Huge hit. Huge hit by Brian Adams. And I got to comment first. Yeah. This is difficult. Uh, let me tell you something. I would rather hear Heaven than Have You Really Loved a Woman? Everything I do, I do it for you. Or that, or that thruple song, uh, "All for Love," from the Musketeers movie. <laughs> you give that song way too much hate. Uh, I would rather see a Three Musketeers movie with Brian Adams, Sting, and Rod Stewart than to hear that thruple song. I just, uh, I just hate it. I, I love heaven. I love it, love it, love it. But let me tell you something. Hearing "Carry Me Away" right now. There's, mm-hmm. That song goes so many different places in just a minute and 10 seconds. It's a, and every 
place it goes is great. It's like going from London to Paris to Rome <laughs> on your vacation, all in a minute and 10 seconds. So even though I love heaven, between these two, if I can only hear one for the rest of my life on a desert island, I got to vote for Carry Me Away. All right. So Carry Me Away was the B-side to Jesse's Girl, the single, okay? And the Festini house, you had to be careful because foul language could make your records disappear. <laughs> so I loved Carry Me Away even as a kid, but when he says shit, I lived in fear. And, I, and, and when I was playing it, I pressed down on the needle so as to so as to create record noise and you hide like you were like you were word. like like when you would like hold someone's mouth shut when you're <laughs> like you you like when you put chloroform over their face to kidnap yeah, them. So, <laughs> I was like I'm so tired of all the <laughs> yeah, that's basically the way it worked. Um I I, I love carrying you. I you know I'm living in fear for every matchup here because I don't know the track listing of of uh reckless so yeah. when i heard heaven start i was like okay i can take a deep breath heaven's not even the best ballad entitled heaven that goes, <laughs> that goes to warrant uh this uh yeah brian adams heaven to me it's very cookie cutter it's very 80s uh ballad um i get why it was so popular but no carry me away blows it out of the water mm. no, no contest all right, Dave Schneier, it sounds like you want to weigh in. Give us a score and then weigh in a little bit. Googly moogly. It's seven to one working Woo! class dog. Holy. This is oh. this. And, and I will say I've looked back at some of the scoring because I've now started a spreadsheet. This is the <laughs> biggest lead. This is the biggest lead ever in our versus series. In versus history. Yes. And it's not just me. No, it's not just you. And well, I agree with your pick on this last one, both of you. I, I agree. I think Heaven sounds too much like a Chicago ballad from the 80s. Oh, yeah. Mm. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. I hear that. And it and was, he, by the way, I, a little trivia. It was written because he was on tour with Journey, and he heard Faithfully and wrote it because he was inspired by Faithfully. Yeah, I can hear that, too. So, huh. there you go. A little nugget for you. Well, this nice. would be my chance to say I hate Faithfully. There we go. God, do I hate it? Okay, if Dave's why uh, I just I just hate it. I, I hate it. Steve, it. I, I hate mean, Steve. I hate his mustache in the video, so I'm glad he shaved it off in the, in the video. And then and then when Ario Speedwagon came out and Kevin Cronin had a mustache in the video, I, I blame Steve Perry for that. Yep. yep. <laughs> um. So give me the score one more time, and then I'm going to say something in case Dave's mom's listening. Give us the score. <laughs> oh no. Oh fuck! It's four songs in, and it's seven to one. Working class. Holy dog. shit! Oh come on! That was for Dave's mom. Holy That's... shit! Holy shit! <laughs> Just chloroformed your swear word. I know. Yeah, why'd you do that? Why'd you chloroform your swear word? All right, we're gonna close outside one of both of these albums with track five. I'm gonna tell you something. All the songs on Brian Adams' album were written by Brian Adams and Jim Valance. All the songs on Rick Springfield's album were written by Sp Rick Springfield, except for this one. 
written oh, by Sammy yeah, Hagar. Yeah. Uh, this is I've done everything for you. You got to remind me. Everything for You, written by Sammy Hagar, previously recorded by Sammy Hagar, but done here by Mr. Rick Springfield. It's going up against track five from Reckless. What could that be? Oh, it's a little something called Somebody. Here we go. want to throw out some stats real quick uh currently rick springfield is 73 years old and currently brian adams is 63 years old so these two gentlemen are 10 years apart just throwing mm. that out there for shits and giggles shits and giggles <laughs> you don't have dave. to blur out giggles don't blur out giggles <laughs> oh yeah giggles okay dave festini track five against track five I know you hate Sammy Hagar. What do you think of this song is done by someone yeah, well, else? Well, have you ever heard Sammy Hagar's version? It's not as it's, good as this version. No, it sucks because he sucks. Wow. Uh, story goes, Keith Olsen produced two songs on this album, Jesse's Girl and this one. He originally brought it to Pat Benatar. Pat Mark Benatar turned it down. Okay. Um, and I love I've Done Everything For You, despite who it was written by. Um, but, but, uh, I love somebody, you know, now we're talking now we've kicked it into gear with the, with reckless. 
And this is more Prime Adams with somebody the sing along chorus. Everybody relates, right? Because everybody needs somebody. Am I right? Yes. So wait, some- can't you relate to I've done everything for you and you've done nothing for me? Yeah. Well, Which, by yeah. the way, is my theme listen, song for all... you, Dave Christini. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's getting very personal. Versus it's turned personal all of a sudden. <laughs> what? I, I just didn't I didn't know I was gonna feel so much from that song. <laughs> uh, uh now come on. It's uh, I this one should be a tough one. It certainly helps that the song was written by a tool. Um, but so it's somebody over I've done everything for you. For me. All right. I gotta be honest, I I think Pat Benatar would have nailed this song. She had to make a horrible cover of I Need a Lover. <laughs> she had to give uh, Johnny little Johnny Cougar little Johnny cash. Cougar right yeah uh hmm hmm you know I like uh I again I think Rick does the song better than Sammy and I love Sammy uh somebody's pretty great though tough one it's actually yeah it's it's actually close but uh that is a that's pretty sing along chorus and uh it's a little heavier. I'm gonna go with somebody also, to Ooh. be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you seem surprised. I know. I, I am surprised. I, I am surprised. I I would have picked uh I've done everything for you. Interesting. I think it's a catchy as shit song. It is catchy. And somebody I don't love it as much. I love the, the chorus, I agree, is such a great sing-along chorus. It's it's so well done at the chorus part, but I don't. The, the rest of the song sort of just drags a little bit to me. All right. So all right, all right, all right. I, I don't it's disagree with you either. Duly noted. But reckless, uh, trying to make a little comeback here. If um, I gotta be honest. If we if if we were playing this game in a way where you where Dave Schneier could sway us into changing our vote, he might have changed my last vote. But I, I, I mean, is voting closed? Are the polls closed? Polls are always open <laughs> until like we speak. Phone, phone until lines first, and polls always open. <laughs> until the first note of the next match. Until the bell yeah. rings on the next match. There you go. The polls are open. Pat, you sticking with your vote? Well, I mean, if we in the history of these episodes, and I think we've done somewhere in the two hundred so far. Um, <laughs> About Has that. there ever been a ch- time when someone changed their vote? No. And here's, uh, let me say one more thing about I've done everything for you. It's so much better than Hagar's version because it's Hagar. again, the, the what it's Hagar. That's why well, <laughs> yes, because he's not Greg Springfield's not a tool bag, but the, the ver the Springfield's version is so beautifully power pop. And again, I I'm, I'm a sucker for power pop music. This is just beautiful power pop. Which which trounces Hagar's version, even if Hagar wasn't a tool musically and song wise, it just trounces it. Yeah, let me let me just. Let me but Dave, little... you're also still sticking with you're still sticking with somebody. You're as well, still correct? sticking with somebody. I am. Let me okay. listen. Yes. Just let me listen to a little bit of "I've Done Everything Please. for You" again. Let me let me just check it out one more time, <laughs> just in case, just to see.
What right. the fuck? What's this now? That's from Working Class Dog, the 40th Anniversary Edition. <laughs> which I, <laughs> Let's see if this will change my which mind. I spent way too much money. Oh, oh strip down live. Which here with an orchestra. I bet Sammy does a good live, though, right? Maybe. Uh, does he sound like a robot? I don't know. There's a crowd. Those that's are a big... that's a, it's a family reunion. like the way he says no kind of fair i don't like that um, his whole delivery is garbage why do i have nine versions of this song i don't know only sung why by you, two different why people you, why did you play all of them? i don't know i thought it i i, I thought it might be fun and now i don't think that it was i'm changing my vote though i'm changing my vote Woo! i'm changing it to i've done everything for you because um now that i think about it some somebody plods along a little bit just kind of uh i just I, yeah and uh, yeah, I'm changing my vote. All right. Dave Festini's oh, looking to the heavens. Because now you got me thinking that me. No, I'm sticking. I'm standing. You're going to stay? Uh, yes. You're staying, staying with somebody. You're staying, staying with somebody. You're going to stay with somebody. Somebody yes, like you. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. We're going to side two of the album. Track six against track six on the CD. And for our purposes, track six against track six. Let's hear something called The Light of Love. Standing at the terminal I can almost hear the music Coming from the cold and chilly LA night When we get to the gate, baby All of the things that were said Will they turn you around and break 
right, let's move on from the light of love. Great way to kick off side two of that album, but he's got to go up against this powerhouse. Oh no. Summer of 69. Uh... I got my first real six string. Bought it at the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. Me and some guys from school had a band and we tried. The Light of Love versus Summer of 69. Look, the reason this album sold 12 million copies is in a large part due to the song Summer of 69, in my opinion. I've always loved it. It's one of those ones that I never tire of. Again, it goes on the list with the Shook Me All Night Long and the Don't Stop Believing. So, even though I like both songs, hands down, I don't turn Summer of 69 off. I turn it up. So my vote is for, and who's that guy? <laughs> who's that guy in his bucket seats with the top down? Summer of 69 gets my vote. See, Summer, see Summer of 69 is one of those songs. See, you mentioned You Took Me All Night Long. That's the ACDC song that I, I'm tired of hearing. Right. And Summer of 69, as great as it is, is one of those songs where, like, I just, I'm kind of tired of hearing it. Still great, but I'm kind of tired of hearing it. Um, Light of Love is a great example of how I, I feel that some of the best songs on Working Class Dog aren't the singles. Right. They're the more rock-oriented, and this is definitely one of them, the more rock-oriented songs that he's not necessarily known for because of the direction that his career goes in um this one is oh this one is so tough for me and i and i don't again like i don't want to make the decision based on being such a huge fan but the light of love it's just a it's there's a, there's more song there it's a more is it more complex? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, it's it's silly. It's a it's a power pop song, so like, yeah, you know, I, maybe I know. complex uh, yeah. isn't the word, but um, there's a little more meat to, on the bone for me with the light of love than there is summer of '69, and summer of '69 is a classic. But I got to go light of love here. Okay, all right. It's got what about? It's got that magic number in the title. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't help either. That I think Adams has gone on record that that was part of the reason why he named it that. He's such a he's kind of a perv. He's that's kind of Brian a weirdo. Adams. He's got a perv angle to him, yeah. you know. Well, and that's Springfield be... dating the fifteen-year-old. Oh, Blaine come too. on! With <laughs> so I mean, 
They both got we a little been, bit of. We have been three, but he never wrote a song called "I Want to Be Your Underwear." Okay, uh, I we've been through the Linda Blair thing. Okay, we don't even need to go back over. Hey, look, that. the only thing that looks good on on me is you. <laughs> That's another Brian Adams classic. And that one doesn't bother me as much as uh, "I Want to Be Your Underwear." What about that it's Black like, Pearl song? You like you that? Know, one? That one's that one's even. I just listened to that one recently. That one's oof. Look out. Yeah. <laughs> hey now. All right. So it's a it, it's a dead heat on track six. One one vote. One vote. Yep. Yeah, I gotta go. I have to. To okay. me, it's just a I, better tune. I can't argue it. It is a good song. It's it, this is very difficult. These songs are these are good songs, but I just loved summer sixty nine. <sighs> the song or the summer of so how old were you in the summer of sixty nine? Five. Mm. It's a good Five year. Years old. I wasn't born yet. It's summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. I remember I ate a popsicle one day. There you go. I think I had, I think I was on a, on a tricycle. Stepped on some bugs. <laughs> it was all about sickles. Tricycle, popsicle. Uh, Pat's talking about Pat's talking about ice cream. Dave's killing bugs. What, what, <laughs> what's, what's wrong well, with Fireflies. You? Getting some fireflies. Five you don't old. kill the fireflies. What's wrong with you people, you bug murderers? First of all, I didn't say I killed fireflies, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> There's your hashtag, people. Make it up. I didn't say hashtag. I didn't say I killed fireflies, so fuck you. <laughs> it's a lot on a t-shirt, but worth it when you get to the end. All right. Bug murdering psychopath. Track seven. Here we go. I didn't even know what was coming up tracks. I don't even know. I didn't, Dave, I know you don't know. Don't even think about it. Stop thinking. Stop thinking. Uh, all right. All right. Jesus. Rick Springfield's bringing us everybody's girl. Oh. our first song so far tonight about a whore so uh <laughs> stop that right there right she's uh she's one of these uh she's like a, a betty lou that from that bob seger oh, uh i think betty lou was a working woman all right oh i, I see don't know. Oh. i don't know if the woman in everybody's girl is necessarily doing it for uh profit she's she's doing it because uh because it because she likes how it feels <laughs> doing it for fun Feels good. All right. Going up against track seven from Reckless. This is something. And, and this 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 could mean the same thing as having sex. The kids want to rock. 
right, Dave, you're first. I'm first on this one. Yeah, yeah. it's a track seven. It's an odd yeah. number. Keep track. Um, Keep I, oh, Jesus. I love everybody's girl. Love it. Uh, and I was afraid of what the matchup was going to be. Uh-huh. Um, but I was glad to hear it was kids want to rock because I love kids want to rock. It's, it's the, it's great. You, it is the ultimate roll the windows down, turn up your car radio, sing along, play drums on the steering wheel, uh, risking your uh, life. And, uh, I, 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 it is, it doesn't even pain me to say it. I like kids. I like kids want to rock more than, and everybody's girl. All right. I am voting for everybody's girl. What? Because kids want to rock is the most generic song ever. Come on. He said right in the lyrics, he says, this computerized crap ain't getting me off. If you told AI right now to write a rock song, they would write kids want to rock. It's so lame. It's like, it's so lame. It's like, Hey, what's going to get everyone going? How about listen to this title? Kids want to rock. Oh, you're going to get the kids and the people who want to rock. I hate it. I hate kids want to rock. You could, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked. This is sorry. Stunning. I hate that song. I never liked it. It's so uh, it's so generic. Yeah, I, I'm I am. This is bad. You on a podcast to be speechless. I um. <laughs> oh, it's happened here almost weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let that stop it's you. It's so good. It's so high. It's it's so uh, I hate it. It's so it's oh so generic. God. It's no, it's not. It is. <sighs> Generic is right. heaven. heaven. Can I can I jump in with trying to sway the vote again? London to L.A. Gonna name some cities. Oh, he was, he was gonna, talking about the new wave. Gonna name some different types of music. Gonna try to win everybody over with my AI. Give me the DJ. I got something you gotta play. Uh, kick down the barricades. Come on, we're gonna get crazy. Even though I write pussy songs. Oh, oh, Jesus, Dave. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Dave, you get to talk. Dave, you can talk. No. Dave was gonna be. Dave was gonna be the voice of reason. Now, no, no. I, I want him to be. He was. Look, he was. Brian Adams was 25 years old when this song came out. So probably wrote it at 24. Sure. He clearly knew the audience that he was going for with this, and it's an anthem. I mean, it it you you can call it schlock as far as the lyrics and everything goes, but for 1980 whatever when this thing was released, it was, and and I'm surprised it didn't it it wasn't one of the and I, I don't know this for a fact it wasn't one of the earlier released tracks that could have gotten so much airplay. Release it in July. Release it on July 4th. When kids want to rock on the 4th of July, they want to fucking rock. And that's what they want. Release it that's on January right. 6th. That's What's a- that? Release it on January 6th. It hadn't happened yet. <laughs> oh. That might have back then. Much further in the future. All right. Anyway. So I think what Dave I, is saying, Pat, is you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I get no, it. I, I get it. Not I, saying that. I understand. Nope. No, that's I understand. That's how I took it. I understand uh, what you're saying about it. And I... And, uh, but I just, I just think it's so generic. I can't disagree with what you're saying, but for me, I just, I've never liked it. And I was, how old was I in uh, I was, you know, 
89, I was, uh, when did this album come out? 84. I was 20 when this album. Yeah, I should have loved that song. I was 20. And I just always, I'm like, that's just so weak to me. And look, I like weak, and I like weak songs. (sighs) I got, there's proof of that. There's 700 plus episodes proof (laughs) that I like some garbage. I just just don't like his garbage. Fair. Fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah, this time, I just don't like his garbage. All right. Wrong. We're going to move on. Three more songs, eight, nine, and 10. What is Rick? Let me ask you this. You just saw Brian Adams. And I did. You've seen Rick Springfield recently. I have. Let's say this about these guys. They keep themselves in good shape. Absolutely. Uh, 10 years. And that's a big 10 years for yeah. performance. Oh my God. For sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I was really, I mean, I expected Brian Adams to be good, but I was really surprised at how he has not lost a step vocally and it, and it was to my what i could tell it was all live he wasn't yeah, playing any, for any sure. tracks no brian um, adams is playing live i've seen him many times first time i saw him was on the frontiers tour he opened for journey and i gotta be honest he was touring with cuts like a knife and he was so good that I was in my seat wondering if Journey was going to be able to follow. Mm. He was that good. So much yeah. energy running around every inch of the stage that they would allow him to run on. And, yeah, uh, and, 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 and then Rick Springfield too. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm trying to think it hasn't, I saw him last year. Um, yeah. He's all, he's all over the stage. He's, yeah. There's incredible amount of energy for somebody who's going to be 74 in yep. August. So uh, no, yeah, both great live performers yeah, not before, an ounce before. of flab on these two old men bodies and i suppose yeah rick, you know rick's not uh, in it he's 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 been known to take his shirt off unfortunately i know i know um <laughs> let me ask you this question have i touched his bare chest who, that would be a no who no, has i haven't who has more female fans do you think who hasn't oh come on it's Seriously? Rick. Well, uh, which one hasn't been on a soap opera? Well, okay. But I just mean with all those pussy ballads, you oh, know, God. he's got a lot of female fans too. So you think more guy, if you ask guys in general, who do you like better? They'd go Brian Adams. Mm. Well, yeah. You think no, says no, no. If wait a minute, if you polled, a thousand guys between what's the age bracket? Uh, Forty to fifty-four. If they like Brian Adams or Rick Springfield more, pretty specific age bracket there, Dave. Like, Forty <laughs> to fifty-four. Yeah. He didn't even go fifty-five. He didn't want it to be fifteen nope. years. He nope. stuck right with a fourteen-year exactly gap. It. I don't. I. I no. I. I don't. I think most generic music listeners are going to tell you that they, you know, oh, they only know Jesse's girl, which isn't true, but that's the song that comes to their mind. And with Brian Adams, they would think of summer 69 or right. somebody or, you know, mm. I don't it's like I, a knife. I, 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 mm. I, and, and, and I think Springfield's a better looking dude. Well, he is. Yeah. You don't so. have to airbrush him to oblivion on the album covers. <laughs> wasn't going to go there but you're right yeah so that alone gets some more female fans no yes so sure 
What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. All right. Track 8 against Track 8. A little something from Rick Springfield called Daddy's Pearl. Daddy's Pearl is going to face off against not just Brian Adams, but he's bringing along a lady by the name of Tina Turner. This song is called It's Only Love. contenders but here's what i'm going to tell you <laughs> here's what i'm going to say normally normally when there's a ballad between people it's uh it's not a rock ballad it's usually i mean i'm sorry I'm, I'm using the wrong words normally when there's a duet is what i wanted to say it's usually not a rock duet it's usually a ballad you know mm-hmm. throwing mm-hmm. ann wilson in there and a mike reno that's mm-hmm. what i'm talking about this is a rock and roll duet we don't get that a lot so in that way it's it's very unique and those two sound great together they both growl and they have a rasp 
And uh, mm-hmm. you think Brian sounds great. And then Tina comes in and you're like, well, Jesus, she sounds even better. So it's only love is fantastic. But listening right now to Daddy's Pearl, it's got everything I like. It, it's like it's like if you took Sean, the best of Sean Cassidy and the best of the knack and jammed it together in a song. For me, to my ears, it sounds like Daddy's Pearl. So for me, <laughs> I'm voting for Daddy's Pearl. What? Oh, yes. my goodness. I am. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to give you valid reasons why I'm picking what I pick. Again, you've left me speechless. Uh, <laughs> I love, listen, I love Daddy's Pearl. But it, if it, uh, for me, it's one of the weaker tracks on this album. And it's only love. Are you kidding me? That's one of the top. That's one of the best rock duets ever ever well, yeah i mean i mean look there's there's jagger and bowie on dancing in the street i mean that's Ugh. up there um is it certainly <laughs> well, yeah it's what? great it's you fantastic know, tom tom petty and stevie nicks right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um I, I i again this is another one of those where i don't have to feel bad I, it's amazing I, it's amazing me, but he but but if you take Tina Turner out of the mix, which, you know, was a trick back then because Tina was hot. So he's like, hey, let's see if we can get Tina Turner. If you put someone else singing that with them, I, to me, the song's just okay. It's only okay. Well, I mean, he did it the other night and, he, and obviously Tina Turner was not there. What? Uh, oh, and he didn't bring any. Good <laughs> Lord. Come on. It's too soon. Did she cancel? Come on. Who'd he sing it with? Just solo? Just, yeah, no, you didn't bring anybody out. I was kind of hoping he would bring somebody. Could have brought Joan Jett out. She opened up. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Uh, who knows? I mean, when but, I saw... Well, listen, when, Joan's not exactly a... When I, I saw, know Joan's range is going to get there. It well, didn't matter. Even when I, saw the, when I saw the Pretenders open for Stevie Nicks, Chrissy and Stevie sang Stop Dragging My Heart Around oh, together. Wow. And that was pretty cool. But yeah, so, okay, Dave, when he sings this solo then... Without Tina, how many people went to the bathroom? Oh, come on. Are you for real? I'm the, just the guitar work, the, the Keith Scott guitar work on that song is amazing. Keith yeah. Scott is, is he's he is the secret sauce in these songs. Well, then Valance. Um, the Jim Valance, the other the co-writer of every one of these songs. Yeah, um, and you know who's the secret sauce for the Rick Springfield song? Rick Springfield. <laughs> He doesn't have nine, nine or ten guys ben, that are the secret sauce. If there's is, one person on the planet Earth that this you is like cats have, and dogs living together right now, <laughs> that Jesus, you that you don't have to defend Rick Springfield to, it's me. All right, but in this case, it's only love is just a better tune. It's just a, it's top to bottom, and you can't do the remove Tina Turner bit because she's on the track. Right, you're voting on the quality of the of the recorded. Yeah, track. yeah, it's, a, it's 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 recorded fantastic. It sounds great. It's wow, the production's amazing. I think but, we need. I go ahead. I, I, I Daddy's Pearl. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. I, it's okay. It's fine. I'm not. Right. I think we need it. we need a tally. I we think definitely need to go to the scoreboard. I have no oh. idea where it's at. Well, with uh, two songs to go. 
Working class dog is up 11 to 5. Oh, I thought it was closer than that. So uh, Brian Adams can't get there. <laughs> he cannot. Unless we let's go back and change a bunch of votes. No, he can't, <laughs> he can't get there, but we but we can see if he can do better. We could. And by the way, I heard that new Brian Adams song, Brian, do better. Oof. All right. Oof. Yeah, that was rough. That's rough. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. How was I, it live? It's... How was it live? Oh, he, didn't that, <laughs> he didn't do that song live. I didn't even no? know anything about it. No, and so Pat shared it with me the other day. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't, I was talking to Pat about this, Dave. I don't get how someone you listen to the songs on this album and on cuts like a knife. Like, I don't know how a guy who's made some of the greatest pop rock hits of all time can't discern anymore between a good song and a bad song. Mm-hmm. Like he's just not capable of doing it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's fascinating to me. Well, let's see how these two albums close out. Rick Springfield's going to drop something called Red Hot and Blue Love. Why is that funny? Every time the bell goes off. <laughs> when we talk, it's a thriller, baby. It's like walking on a tightrope line. When we spark, it's electric, baby. Like the crackle from a neon sign. <laughs> what you doing, baby? All right, Red Hot and Blue Love is going to go up against Brian Adams and something called Long Gone. Dave, it's a number nine, so that's an odd number. What do you got? Uh, well, I long gone to me. This one's a little. It's kind of cookie cutter. I it's it's good. It's, it's fun, but it's nothing special. Um, Red Hot Blue Love, Blue Love to me is again. It's like three songs in one. Like we didn't even get to the part in the end where it picks up and there's that there's a crazy guitar solo at the end of that thing. Like it's not br- groundbreaking in any of its structure, but it's not your typical pop rock song either in in 
you know, the, in the, in the type of song that it is. So, um, and it's a little more, I, I just think red, hot and blue love is a more create, there's more creativity to it. Um, and it rips at the end. So that's, that's where I'm going. For me, uh, these are both turds. Oh, oh, I, um, I, this, I hate this. I hate this. Oh, oh, blue, this bluesy red, hot and blue love at the beginning. This, I just, this, that's the one I skip. This is the one on working class dog that I skip. I oh skip my God. it. Oh my God. I just, I don't like it. Not a fan. Uh, Long gone is generic. So again, we're we're just I'm up against that shit sandwich or drink a cup of piss. <laughs> yes. oh Here we go. You did Back not you did not just call red hot blue love a shit sandwich. You no, did not. No, no, no. no, no, no. I think it's the cup of pee. It's the cup, it that's the cup of pee. But oh it's uh, it's red hot and blue pee. <sighs> um yeah, that's, I just I mean gonorrhea is what that is. I I actually just <laughs> oh, I, for the for this one, I gotta jump. I'm going to jump to the end of red, hot and blue love a little bit. And then I'm going to jump to the end of long gone. Cause I, I, I can't even make a decision right now. So here's what we're going to do. Let's tr- let's jump in here. When we- All right, you know, okay, look, you know, when there's a movie from the 80s and it's a cheap oh. movie, it's, oh. like a teen, it's like a teen comedy, and they can't they can't buy the rights to good music, so they get like you know, Johnny Frog and the Leap Turds, and uh, that's the band. That's what this sounds like. It just doesn't, it just sounds, it just sounds bad to my ears. I just, you know, uh, it's, you know, it's from Porky's four, the worst day. Wow. Just, Johnny frog. All right. Let me, and let the me, leap uh, turds. And the leap turds. Let's jump into the middle of long gone a little bit. Let me see. literally can't get behind any of these songs wow. what do i do i just i don't even know and and there's no let me put it this way also there is no abstaining you must no i'm gonna vote. vote and here's here's the reason i i don't like either one of these songs but the rick springfield song is a minute shorter so that's <laughs> that's less torture for me so i'm gonna pick red hot and blue love i i don't like either one of these i i don't I just, uh, uh, yeah. Wow. So red Why? hot, and, red hot and blue loves getting it, but, uh, but begrudgingly. It's rough. I mean, I, that was rough for me. I, I'm going to, can I, can I jump in and actually disagree of course. with you guys of, on this one? Of course. Sure. I, I'm not saying long gone is going to change the world or feed starving kids in Africa, but. <laughs> 
that what I like about it is that there's a blues element to it that he sort of brings in that's different than the rest of the stuff. Yeah, it, you could say it's generic schlock of a rock song that brings a little blues in. I'm not, and I will also say I'm not that, I was not that familiar with Red Hot and Blue Love. It it feels like, and you're gonna you're gonna kill me for this one, Dave. Feels like David Lee Roth needs to be singing a little bozy bozy bop over the music there. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I don't love it. I give me a, give me some more time to listen to it, maybe because I'm not that familiar. But if you if you put a gun to my head right now, I'm picking Brian Adams because I think even though Long Gone could be seen as very generic, he tried to e- branch out just a little bit. Yeah. Did you guys hear the guitar solo? Yeah. We were, we- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, uh, you, you both, and it's, it's you know. Skibbity bop a doo bop. I can understand choosing Long Gone over Red Hot and Blue Love, but to, I mean, what was it? Bobby Frog and the shit turds, or what? what I, <laughs> whatever, really? Whatever came, whatever diarrhea came out of my <laughs> mouth at the time. But again, it just it just sounds like a generic song for me from from one of those bad '80s comedies like All American Virgin or whatever you whatever those movies are that I can't remember right now. <laughs> Private Resort with Johnny Depp. Yeah, like some, oh. yeah, like a movie called Getting Some would have that <laughs> would have that song. Losing it. it. Yeah, losing it, getting some. <laughs> a movie called Wake and Bake might have a song like that. Just, <laughs> All right, let's close it out. And then and then I'm going to propose something when we're all done. I'm going to propose something to both of you. Oh boy. See what's going to happen. What well, give us a tally before we go into the final round with Adams on the ropes. Running away with it. Working class dog is up 13 to 5. Nice. And I can't disagree. But wow. let's find out. Now, here's a sexy song. This guy wants to be inside Sylvia. Um- <laughs> I love that look comes in your eyes when we're all alone And it's much too late for friends to come calling I disconnect the phone Inside Sylvia, let's see what happens when Brian Adams lays down a little something called I Ain't Gonna Cry. Here we go.
All right. Nice little base thing there. Um, boy, I ain't going to cry. Sounds just like a throwaway. Like they needed a 10th song. And so let's do this. Even though we know from the reckless uh, two disc set that there were better songs in my opinion, recorded, including a fucking song called reckless. How does that get left off? <laughs> I mean, come on. And it's good. So good that Loverboy re-recorded it as Notorious. They teacher, reworked te- it. Te- teacher, teacher's pretty good too. Teacher, teacher's pretty good. I got the I got the list right here. Uh, yeah, boy. I mean, and then he even had a song about uh, Princess Diana. He wrote, you know, Diana, what you doing with a guy like that? Remember that? But he didn't put it on this because she was dead oh. at the time of the re-release. Is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> I don't love Inside Sylvia, but I like it better than I ain't gonna ain't gonna cry. I just feel like that's such a throwaway. So my vote is for Rick Springfield, Inside Sylvia. Dave like and Dave, Dave Schneier shaking his head. <laughs> Dave Festini, what do you got? I didn't realize the uh, notorious isn't. What are you talking about? It was it was re-recorded. Oh, dangerous. Oh, okay. The yeah, Loverboy because... song "Dangerous" All right. is it was reworked working of Reckless. Yeah, because "Notorious" is the Bon Jovi. Co- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So you thank you, thank you for correcting second. me, though. That way, people won't have to add me. Pat doesn't know his Loverboy, <laughs> and Dave didn't either because he didn't correct him. Well, I did correct you. I know, but had oh, you not, right. had I not, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, Inside Sylvia is about as sappy a uh a ballad as you can get um certainly not what i was looking for as a a young it wasn't does it it's it's certainly different than the rest of the album that's for sure um i don't think the thing with me with all right with uh uh i ain't ain't gonna cry is that it's very much like the previous track they're very very similar in kind of structure and even you know the lyrics and whatever um i like i'm i love ain't gonna cry all right and any song that ends in a car crash is pretty good with me oh like right? detroit rock city oh christ it doesn't actually yes detroit rock city is one of the only kiss songs i can stomach yeah that's a good one it's, because it's good yeah you're right uh you know and it's not just some horrible misogynistic load of crap um a horrible misogynistic load of crap i like that that's a good way to describe a lot of kiss for sure yeah um yeah i gotta go i mean i like inside sylvia um but you're going the other way i'm going the other way i'm going ain't gonna cry yeah all right all right uh Dave does not agree. Of all of these things, I've never seen these sort of facial expressions coming. I know Dave. Dave is Dave Schneier is very upset with tonight's uh, tonight's choices. I'm not. No, no, I'm not. It look, I had it scored differently overall. But that being said, I may have to go back and recount my votes at a later date. I what I appreciate about Brian Adams is he put one ballad on this album and everything else rocked. It was a rock album from start to finish. Not that Rick's wasn't. And again, I'm only one ballad on working glass dog. Okay. Well, just let me make my fucking point. (laughs) 
Yeah, we've been talking I, the whole time. Get, let Dave I talk just, a little. I like that. I well, appreciate I, the heavier guitar of Brian Adams stuff on a number of these tracks more than I appreciate even the power pop kind of stuff of Springfield. So I'm just a little surprised. I'm I'm a little surprised you went with 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 uh with Brian Adams on a couple of these, Dave. All right. Listen, That's it. nobody's That's... more nobody's more surprised than I am. I think but Rick I, would know... be more surprised. I think Rick would actually be more surprised. <laughs> um you know, but I I I got to be I have to be true to the four. I have to be honest and true. It hurt. Okay. But I tried to be honest. Well, that's all we want. And now the next Rick Springfield show I go to, they're going to throw things at me and they, shame me. Do, does so. the audience know you when you walk in? Does like, do, do, does a light come down and follow you to your seat as you walk in with your, like, with your white claw and popcorn? Oh, it's like cheers and Norm. He walks I know. in. Dave! Uh, I, you know, there, I mean, there are people who I know at shows from being at so many shows that the, you know, the days of me getting recognized are, are kind of over. All right. Except for, except for, from the rock solid fans. Right. Of course. All right. Give us a final tally, Dave. And then I'm going to propose something to you guys and I'm going to see what, if you guys want to do it. Absolutely. Final tally, uh, working class dog. Uh, in a landslide, fourteen to six victory over Rex. Wow! Wow! Well deserved. Well, and and like and in the and the votes. This isn't how the votes break down. I mean, Dave, you voted for Reckless one, two, three, four times. Pat, you voted for Reckless twice. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm. All, right. all right so, so we we did we we weren't all on board with very it wasn't much difference between the way you voted Dave yeah that's true we just voted on different songs for different i mean reasons. i i thought it would get closer in the second half of the album because i think i think the second side of reckless again this i like the second side of reckless a lot and i wasn't as familiar with working class dog as much as you guys might have been so i would have that's why i ended up with reckless beating out working class dog by six to four. But that being said, it's because of songs like kids want to rock. It's only love that I, that I liked more than the Rick Springfield stuff. Not that I didn't appreciate the Rick Springfield stuff. So I thought when Springfield was up nine to three after song six, I thought reckless could catch up a little bit there, but not, not even close. All right. Here's what I propose to you guys right now. And this would happen right now. If you guys are up for it. Reckless always gets all this love. And for me, I think Cuts Like a Knife is a way better album. So if you guys have time and want to do it, right now we can run through and pit Cuts Like a Knife against Reckless. Or do you guys have family things? If you guys have things to do, my wife went out to a play, so I'm free and easy. My family doesn't like me. All right. Dave Schneier, how are you? Um, are you expected upstairs? Yeah, I kind of am, but I could do this. <laughs> All right, <laughs> because good to see you think, got your priorities straight, Dave. Don't just think it went long. What are you eating, by the way, Dave Festini? Are you eating uh, Mentos? No, I found myself a a leftover bag of Cadbury mini eggs. Oh, oh Jesus boy, Christ! From Easter, huh? 
Yeah. Well, those aren't still, they're not, those, they're still good. Those aren't stale. All right, here we go, guys. And this is all one episode. People are going to get two. This isn't a separate episode. This is the same episode. It's double the value. So when people listen, they're going to think like, oh, wow, they must have really had a hard time choosing because this episode's uh, two and a half hours long. But no, there's two fights. (laughs) So here we go. Track one. Whoever wins, Brian Adams wins. Track one from Cuts Like a Knife. Here's something called The Only One. going to go up against the song we heard recently <laughs> let's hear it again let's see let's see if our minds have changed on this track when it's up against something different this is one night love affair Dave Festini, Brian Adams versus Brian Adams, 1983's Cuts Like a Knife versus 1984's Reckless. What song gets your vote? Is it The Only One or One Night Love Affair? To me, this one's actually pretty easy. I like uh, I like The Only One over One Night Love Affair. You know, I said earlier, One Night Love Affair is not one of my favorite mm-hmm. on, on that album. Yeah, let alone a Brian Adams song, and I love the only one. It's the, it's just it's like, and I think we'll find with a lot of the tracks in this album, it just seems more melodic to me. Yeah. Um, that song. So yeah, it's the only the only one for me. Uh, I do love One Night Love Affair, but yeah, for me, it's no contest. The only one. I, it's one of my favorite Brian Adams songs. I, I just love it. Yeah. 
All right. I didn't realize until recently, I can't believe I didn't pick up on it listening that Lou Graham is singing background vocals on almost all of these tracks on yeah, Cut yeah. Second Knife. Yep. Yes, he is. It's in there, but you have to listen. Yeah. Um, I'm just I just looked at the set list from when you saw Brian Adams at the garden and he <laughs> opened up with the song Kick Ass. He did. Oh, well, with the intro. With the John Cleese, right? Isn't it John Cleese? The John yes. Cleese intro? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the Vincent Price thriller part. How were people and people weren't booing at this point? They were into No, they sold. I was walking out the 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 video board at the garden said sold out. I believe it, man. When they turned the house lights on, that place was packed. I, I believe it was packed too. When I whenever I've it. seen them, it's packed, but but man, kick ass sucks. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and and Dave Schneier, uh, you usually get to listen in advance, but now you're you're listening to Cuts Like a Knife for the first time in a while, probably. Yeah, it's true. All right. Did you remember the song The Only One? I did. It's good. I I would still go with I like One Night Love Affair, actually. I yeah. actually do. So and okay. I think I think in general you do. I love one night love affairs. As as a, as a rule. It's <laughs> a rule. All right, track two from Cuts Like a Knife is Take Me Back. Oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, sometimes, again, let me turn it down, sometimes if I haven't played an MP3 in a while from my iTunes, it doesn't read it immediately, so let me go in and rectify that, Dave, was it a good set list the other night when you saw Brian Adams? I have no complaints, I had no complaints about it, you didn't walk out thinking, I wish he would have done this, um no no i mean and he, he basically played all the hits okay what did he, close he didn't with? play any he didn't play I didn't look any. At the set list what did he close it was with? weird the band i think well don't you have the set list in front of you yeah now? yeah i'm trying to do something else guys uh, okay <laughs> um, you were at the fucking show tell me what he closed he with. closed with uh can't take my eyes off of you a frankie valley cover? oh that's the no like go three what's the third song uh, on the last? he did christmas time well, that was because somebody in the audience requested it. Cuts but. like a knife. So happy it hurts. Run to you. And then can't take my eyes off of you. Okay. So run to you is the last song he did with the band. Okay. And then he did like an acoustic thing with, it was weird. It was very strange. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, he didn't do anything off of into the fire, which I like. I into like the fire. Into the fire. Wow. I like it a I like lot. Into the fire. Um, but I'm not, I'm not shocked that he didn't, but you know, I would have liked to have heard something off. Of yeah. He could throw in heat of the night or something. Right. Right. All right. That's the kind of guy he is. Doesn't care about his fans. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. Track two from cuts like a knife. Okay. Take me back.
right. Take Me Back is going to go head to head with a little song called, we heard it before, She's Only Happy When She's Dancing. Ooh. It's an even track, so I would go mm. first. Um, I, I I love both songs. I like Take Me Back, but uh, I still stand with She's Only Happy When She's Dancing. I love that song. So that's my vote. I love, you know, I, mm, I hey, love Fistini, take- are you standing up now? Yeah, oh, are yes. you? I yeah, am what? standing up. All right. Okay. It's standing. You got leg cramps or something? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm old and I shouldn't sit in a chair for a long time. Not when you eat uh, six and a half bags of uh, mini eggs. <laughs> it was one, it was one like trick or treat bag. All right. Jeez. I interrupted uh, you. What song are you picking? You picking Take Me Back? I love Take Me Back. It's rocks. Take Me Back rocks in a different way than this, the other stuff does. Like in that, the gang vocals at the end, like mm-hmm. Take Me Back's a killer. I'm going take me back all the way i love she's happy when she's dancing but i i'm going take me back all, all right. right and yeah take me back was not in the set list the other night but she's it only happy been. when she's dancing was uh she's only happy when she's dancing was a audience request of course it so, was people love it and uh yeah it's great but take me i'm a surprise take me back is one of the ones i was surprised he didn't do because that's that's a great one live all right what's the score dave schneier uh, cuts like a knife up three to one right now. All right, let's move on to track three from both albums. First up from cuts like a knife this time. <laughs> Fantasy 
this time is going to go head to head with track three from Reckless, the aforementioned song that we heard early in the in the evening about four hours ago. Please enjoy. I'm getting punchy. I'm not even drinking. Please enjoy Run to You. Dave Festini, who is currently standing, does that change your opinion of songs? Let's find out this time it, or run to you. This one's easy too. This time, I, I, I don't, I am just run to you. Never really did it for me, and this time is another great one. Just a great sing along. Yeah, it's just awesome. Just a great solid, solid track. Uh, my vote is also for this time. And again, it's just, I love, I love the drums. I love everything that's going yeah. on. And uh, I just love the lyrics. So yeah, for me, it's this time. It's a better song. It's better. It is a better song. song. Yeah. I, yeah. Definitely. There's a great groove to it almost not yeah. groovy, but a great groove to it. Absolutely. All right. Moving on. This is, this is interesting. I wonder if they sequenced, Reckless like this because track four on both of these albums is the ballad. Mm. So, first up, Cuts Like a Knife. This is straight from the heart. fade down straight from the heart and let me cue up the song that was featured in that strip tease movie of the same name heaven who was in that the kid from uh blue lagoon 
striptease yeah no it's not striptease it was it was it was a movie called oh, almost heaven. heaven was it almost heaven almost heaven i'll look it up oh, on this place. Oh, oh, oh. all right here we go heaven Four against four. It's an even number. I'm going to go first. Uh, for me, it's straight from the heart because I feel like the song is straight from the heart. I really feel like it's more heartfelt than heaven. So that's my vote. Straight from the heart. Dave Festini. Straight from the heart. The only song on this album not co-written by Jim Valance. Uh, yeah, and one later on has a is co written with Valance Adams and, and Eric Carr. Yes, from Kiss. You're yes. not looking ahead though, are you? At the oh crap, I was, I'm not. I'm just I was looking at oh, so whoa, whoa, oh, come whoa. on. I was whoa. just looking at, come on, man. How can we trust you in the future? Sit your ass down. I How was can we trust you? I don't like I was, standing, Dave. I was looking at songwriting credits. I didn't All right. even look at the track. That's what Dave Schneider's here for. You could ask and I And I pulled up the Faithfully lyrics because after you told me that, now all I hear is Faithfully when Heaven uh, is yep. playing. Faithfully. It's, yeah, very similar. Okay. Anyway. So what you wrote? I need a vote. Uh, the vote is straight from the heart. All right. Let me tell exactly, you something. Definitely. Heaven comes from a movie called A Night in Heaven, which yeah, was directed by the guy who directed Rocky, John G. Alvinson. The budget of that movie was $6 million. <laughs> the box Ooh. office, $5 million. Ooh. So, Ooh. Christopher Atkins, Leslie Ann Warren, um, and a young Andy Garcia as TJ the bartender. <laughs> TJ the bartender. <laughs> TJ the bartender. Also, uh, the soundtrack, if you scroll down, an early version of the song Obsession, which later became a hit from Animotion, was performed by Holly Knight and Michael DeBars. Wow. Right in, in the movie. Um, okay. In the movie, yeah. All right. They couldn't get uh, Freddy Frog and the Hop Diggers or whatever they're called. <laughs> they should have. They weren't available. They should have. All right, we're going to close out the sides. <laughs> we're going to close it out. You want a score update, by the way? Oh, yeah, we should get that. Cuts, <laughs> like, a, cuts like a Knife is running away with it 7-1 to one right now. Wow. All right, let's see what happens right now. Cuts Like a Knife is closing out side one with the title track, Cuts Like a Knife. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cuts Like a Knife is going head-to-head with something called Somebody. Dave Festini, track five. That's an odd number. What do you got for us? I'm still dancing along to somebody. Um, I, I, for me, it's got to be cuts like a knife, though. Hmm. I love somebody. I voted for it. And you just were dancing, which you never did. <laughs> dancing. I was shuffling left and right. Um, I love cuts like a knife. And the whole na 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 yeah like i it's it's just it's perfect brian adams so yeah and so somebody this is a tough one this is like a nine nine point five scenario it it but cuts like a knife cuts like a knife to me edges out somebody and for me absolutely cuts like a knife i i I like it so much better than somebody so what's the score dave schneier (laughs) this is getting ugly Nine to one cuts like a knife leads right now. How do you feel about how it's going so far, Dave Schneier? Uh, I do not have it scored the same. Um, All right. I'm surprised because here's what I'm not going to give a score what I think, but all right. Reckless was bigger, maybe because it was marketed and promoted better. And the production seems a little crisper or clearer, but like the hits seemed bigger again, maybe because of marketing from reckless then cuts like a knife so but that doesn't go into the personal preference of song versus songs right okay it sounds like it sounds like you're swayed a lot by marketing did you like new coke i always (laughs) me and crystal pepsi all the way (laughs) all right how many copies did you say uh reckless sold was like 13 or something 12 million is what i read and that's Worldwide, I'm just asking you questions. That or was that U.S. Because it, I got the the cuts like a knife sold a million copies in the U.S. Yeah, it did. Yeah, 
which like, I don't know to me that that's quite the discrepancy between sales numbers, given the strength of the songs that we've heard so far. That was worldwide in, in the U S reckless sold 5 million versus that's like a knife. 1 million. It's still five times more. Hmm. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you talk about a one, two punch of albums. Wow. All right, here we go. Going to start off side two. Cuts like a knife's got something called I'm ready. I'd like to see you, but I'll let you know. Moving on to the monster, the monster, summer of 69. I got my first real six string, bought it at the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. Right, even Steven goes to me. Um, I'm st- even though I'm ready is fan fucking tastic. I really love it. I'd like to see you. Thought I'd let you know. Want to be with you every day. I love the lyrics. I love everything about it. But I'm still just. Uh, I'm still all in, and it's so close. But summer '69 this time again for me, Dave. I would have to agree with you here. Uh, I love I'm ready. You know that open. I love I'm ready. Um, it it, uh, it it it's a song that kind of I don't know if it connects into male adolescence, but then again, so does Summer '69. I guess to a certain extent, but Summer '69 is the is the better tune. It's the better song. Yeah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. 
Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. All right. So that's where we're at. I want to let everyone know the MP3s that I'm playing tonight, uh, Reckless Songs, are coming from the two-disc remastered version. So it sounds great. But the uh, the Cuts Like a Knife is from the 24-karat gold compact disc released by Audio Fidelity. Wow. And, um and it, but it doesn't have that punchy sound. The production mm. is not. So uh, hopefully someday cuts like a knife, maybe will get, you know, remastered and punched up a little bit too. But until that happens, track <laughs> seven versus track seven. Let's get a tally. Dave Schneier. What's up right now? <laughs> uh, Reckless trying to cut into the lead. Uh, Thank you. Uh. Thank you. Uh, it's nine to three right now. Cuts like a knife. All right, let's find out what happens when we play What's It Gonna Be? Mickey Curry on drums on the Cuts Like a Knife album doing double duty between Hall and & Oates and the Brian Adams band and man that guy's a great drummer mm. And uh, but if you want rock then you gotta know the kids wanna oh, no. oh, no. Dave Festini, the odds are in your favor. You're muted. Oh, Jesus. I lowered my table and now everything's. And you're, you lowered it. your table and your volume. <laughs> um, I love what's it going to be because there's a, there's a range to cuts this album. There's a different, you know, where the, all the, where the songs on reckless all seem to be in the same cut from the same cloth yeah cuts like a knife there seems there's like a range of 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 sounds to it and emotion yes i mean um, this opening lyric if it was up to me i'd say it's his decision and maybe right. you should wait and see it, it's just i however 
Stone. Oh. However, I love Kids Wanna Rock. All right. One of my favorite songs off of Reckless. That's All right. So what do you what do you but what's your vote for? My vote is for Kids Wanna Rock. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. All right. I thought he was going with what's it gonna be. <laughs> uh you know how I feel about Kids Wanna Rock. So my vote <laughs> covered, my covered vote is this. one of, I've 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 talked about it on a podcast once. Yeah, my <sighs> vote is uh for what's it gonna be. I just I just think it's so much lyrically and I love it. Makes me feel. <laughs> Makes me warm. Makes me warm inside. Uh okay, what do we got next? Track eight versus track eight. Cuts like a knife. We're going to do something called Don't Leave Me Lonely. Nope. Nope. We had that same problem that I told you we were going to have. Don't Leave Me Lonely. a deep track i'm trying to hear kiss doing that song yeah i mean I don't, I don't know what i don't know what eric carr brought to the party on this i just um i don't think it was i mean he's not listed as the primary songwriter so no, i don't know that, I, it says it was intended to be on creatures of the night They're oh, well, at well but adams and valance wrote two songs already for creatures of the night oh okay so and two great okay. songs on that album so um we're yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. You lost me for a second with Kiss Talk. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. It's okay. Okay. Here we go. Don't Leave Me Lonely is going to go up against that powerhouse rock and roll duet with Tina Turner. It's only love.
All right. It's only love track eight. I believe the last time I went with daddy's pearl. Uh, this time I am going to give it to Brian and Tina. I do like, don't leave me lonely. I really do. But it's, uh, it's one of the weaker songs I believe on cuts like a knife. So I got to give some love to, to Tina on this one. So it's only love for me, Dave, you know why it's one of the weaker songs on the album, right? Yeah. A guy from kiss. Helped out. <laughs> what were they Uh, thinking yeah i don't know um yeah i'm with you on this i mean i voted for it's only love the first time around don't leave me lonely is it's a decent track but it's not beaten it's only love not 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 even close no no all right here we go i gotta be honest guys uh we're at uh, about two hours and ten minutes so this uh it wasn't like doing a double episode you know i feel like we're you know what I mean? I feel like your families won't know what happened. <laughs> oh, they know. Oh, they clearly know. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Are you in trouble, Dave Schneier? Not yet. What were you Is supposed it- to do? Is it family movie night? No. 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 You worked all day. You came straight home. You went to your office. Basically. All right. We're going to get you out of here. Nancy's been asleep for two hours. Really? Probably. Uh, probably. All right. Track nine versus track <laughs> nine. From Cuts Like a Knife, we have something called Let Them Know. What did you say, Dave? I said, there's what you really hear, Lou Graham, there. Yeah. Yeah. There's Lou. All right. We're not going to hear Lou on this one, I don't think. (laughs) This one is called Long Gone. Dave. Wow. Oh. This one's on, tough. There's no contest with this. This one's, this one's ooh, really? Come I don't on. even remember. I don't even remember. <laughs> Let him know versus long gone. I think I voted against long gone the, the first time around. 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, you, went I, with, you went with Red Hot and Blue Love over did. Long Gone. You yeah. did. I would have. Wow. I would have thought Let Them Know would have jumped out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Now I'm I'm running them both back in my head again. Uh, I'm gonna go let them know again because it's hmm. it's. I like the acoustic Brian Adams. I and and it's that's not really it's not well represent it's not really represented on Reckless Heck, at no. all. Um. So I like a nice kind of stripped down acoustic Brian Adams song, and let them know is 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 very it's a sing along type of thing. So I, uh, I'm going to go let him know. Yeah. I got to go let him know too, because of lyrics, like if he means that much to you, you got to let him know. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's just a simple song. I just love it. I love let him know. So it's not even a contest, uh, for me. So yeah. All right, Dave, two votes for let him know. And Dave is shocked. Mm-hmm. Dave shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I called him shy. Ah, you called him That's shy. Right. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right it's a it's a bloodletting yeah it is all right i might have just deleted the last two songs uh did i just have dave sing them i, I don't want that mother cover voice coming on here oh oh wow hey do you do any <laughs> did you see, mother- wait pat pat did you see his face he actually really looked hurt there for a minute i looked away I looked away because I don't know if that I don't know if that's really his emotion or if that's the white claw talking. I looked away. It's the it's the Cadbury cream egg that's talking. Okay, so Dave, let me ask you this. Uh Mother Cover, do you guys do any Brian Adams songs? No, we're we're mainly we're like nineties alternative rock. Brian Adams would not fit the set list. What about some of his uh classic nineties songs? <laughs> uh like, hey yeah. honey i'm packing you in <laughs> no uh no what's the other one if you're gonna leave me can i come too that's yeah. another one. yeah oh. yeah uh, oh. i like no that i don't know that his uh his collab with mutt lang was that great i some, like the mutt lang collab i was just listening there. to i was listening to 18 till i die the other day i i uh, my one of my favorite brian adams songs of all time is on that album what is it star star's good i like 18 till i till i die yeah um i'm looking at that set list again from the other night my favorite brian adams song of all time is uh lonely night and he never plays it yeah no not on there never all right here's track 10 versus track 10 from cuts like a knife we're going to close it out with a little tune called the best was yet to come
the best is yet to come You can cry yourself to sleep at night You can't change the things you've done All right, best was yet to come is going head to head with that Loser, I can't even remember it. It's not memorable. Here it is. <laughs> Ain't gonna cry. that little bass run they do there yeah uh, but for me again ain't gonna cry just seems so generic and like i said before just they needed an extra track and i really enjoy the best was yet to come again i wish the production was a little better on it because when after the first three verses when it's supposed to you know get big it just gets big it doesn't go yeah. the full way and um but I love the best project to come. I love it much better as a song than I ain't going to cry. So my votes for the best was yet to come. I don't feel the way you do about, uh, ain't going to cry. I know. I like it. I like it a lot. And it's making this very difficult because they're two very different types of songs. Yeah, they really are. Um, you can only listen to one Dave, uh, on a loop rest of your life. Here's the way I'm going to go with this, okay? In the Brian Adams catalog, yeah, and 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 more importantly, on the Reckless album itself, mm-hmm. there are a lot of songs on there that are very similar to "I or Ain't Gonna Cry," and songs that are better but similar. Yes, and as a Brian Adams ballad goes, that isn't like. He's kicked out like heaven, everything I do. He's kicked out some very syrupy ballads Mm -hmm. um, for sure. To me, the best is yet to come isn't as, isn't as serious, isn't as sickeningly sweet as some of the other ballads are that he's done. uh, Are and and so I'm going to go with the, I'm going with the ballad. I'm going with the best is yet to come. And this was just a murder. This was a, (laughs) <laughs> right right dave this was a horror show and yeah. this and i i fight with people all the time i don't know if it's all the time who's fighting with me <laughs> but i always say people I coming always, up to the register at the whole foods i always like, say that uh it's trader joe's i I'm always sorry, say, trader, how dare <laughs> I? oh you mean if i shop somewhere else i don't <laughs> um no if uh Whenever Reckless and Cuts Like a Knife comes up, people always say they like Reckless better and i'm always trying to say that I think cuts like a knife is a way better album than reckless. It, but it, 
It is. So what, what's the tally, Dave Schneier? Boy, Reckless had a hard night. Um, <laughs> Cuts Like a Knife won 14 to 6, just like Working Class Dog won wow. 14 to 6. I see. I didn't even think that it got six votes. I I'm didn't surprised. either. I thought, I it, thought was, it was like a. I mean, I so, believe you, Schneier. So, Pat, you voted for what was song two on Reckless? She's only happy when she's dancing. You yeah, voted I, for that. I one. voted for that and right. Summer of 69. Song six. Was that Summer of 69? Yeah. You both voted for that. Song seven. Dave, you voted for seven. Wherever the fuck that is. Kids want to <laughs> rock. Song eight, you both voted for It's Only Love. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Murder. That's, a murder. Six a bloodbath. A bloodbath. I, I think the hits. So here's the thing. I think people like the hits on Reckless better than the hits on Cuts Like a Knife, and they don't dive deeper into the to the deeper tracks. I think you're probably right. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think that's an accurate assessment. And again, uh, I think that monster summer of 69 is responsible for yeah. so many yeah. uh, of those albums being sold. God, fucking Brian Adams lost 28 to 12 tonight. <laughs> well, wait, no, he didn't because the last two albums were both him. <laughs> he right. still lost. He lost to himself. Yeah. <laughs> They're Good. just I, like I said, man, you know, the, the one two punch of those two albums is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, but Dave, really go, going in, did you think uh, which one did you think was going to be the winner? Did you think Cuts Like a Knife had a chance? Who, me? Yeah. Um, I had a feeling Cuts Like a Knife was going to be was going to win. Yeah. Because I feel Not the same by this way much. Not by this much. Do you think this much? I mean, I I had a, I had a suspicion because because cuts like a knife like I, I I said like I said before it's 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 got more variety to it as far as the types of songs are concerned with reckless it's all the kind of the same the same track yeah um, and cuts like a knife is a little you know, got an acoustic number here you have a harder driven song there like it's a different it's more it's a it's a more enjoyable yeah. than from a variety standpoint like reckless is all bar band rock yeah you know yep. yeah yep by froggy smith <laughs> and the in the, in the so. lily pads and the electric <laughs> lily pads <laughs> all right now look folks and that's what we need that's what we need to take from this episode is it pat shit all over red hot and blue love oh and yet, I, and yet, I, I voted for it, didn't I? No, oh, no, you did because it was one minute shorter. Because it was one minute shorter than oh, Long Gone. That's the reason why. Yeah, that was a good reason. Okay, next time we are <laughs> next time next time we are doing you two and REM. We are all right. Tonight was a little no uh, tricks. No tricks next None. time. None. No more None. tricks. No more tricks. Um, as a matter of fact, when when I have uh, Kyle Hildreth do the artwork for this one it's just going to be two qu question mark versus question mark. <laughs> i like it good because i don't want them to think that they're going to get rem and you too and, and right. then we fool them too i just want it to be like they'll be like what's going on so okay let's talk about dave schneider's blog what was the most recent thing you blogged about dave um so uh monday night i put out uh something about a cd that i, I monday nights i do uh a cd i own 
instead of an album. And the Hoodoo Gurus, Magna Cum Louder, uh, from I think 1989, great band out of Australia, wrote about their uh, their release uh, on that one. Fantastic, fantastic release. So check out Magna Cum Louder by Hoodoo Gurus if you'd like. It's uh, Dave's mixtape. Thank you, Pat, for the plug, as always. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dave Schneier. And Dave Schneier, do you have a uh, do you have a CD collection? Do you have a lot of CDs? I still do. Like, how many do you think you have? Do you have five hundred? Close to it, All probably right. three uh, three to five hundred, somewhere between three and five hundred, which are probably four hundred. But that's around. It's <laughs> around that's what a I large have. cap. The large <laughs> cap. Uh, I have between uh, forty and fifty four. <laughs> Um, Dave Festini, how many CDs do you have? Oh, I'm looking. I, they line the wall in this room, so I'm yeah. I'm looking at them. I'm trying <laughs> to create. I'm trying to find like ten, and then do the math as that. I would. It's, yes, I'd say somewhere between four and five hundred. I I would think. Yeah, I think I have eight, uh, upwards of eight hundred easily. It's a lot. I mean, they're not worth anything now. I just tell people. <laughs> I really just tell not. people that it's my. That's my hard copy in case something crashes, then. Yeah. Yeah. I try to justify that too, but like it's hard to do, man. And if I'm going to have them, they're going to be out and on display. I'm not going to put them in one of those binders. Right. Yeah. I, I, I went through the debate for the for, kind of for the first time this week where I was going to, I was thinking about buying a CD and I already have the digital files and it's like, I'm going to buy that CD. I'm going to rip it, even though I don't have to. Right. And then it's just going to sit on a shelf. Was that the, the Foo Fighters CD? Life. Was it Foo no, Fighters? It was extreme. It was a uh, six. Oh yeah. yeah. I bought Foo Fighters on vinyl. All right. Um, and you also have the, the digital files for Foo Fighters. I do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, all right, cool. All right. Where are you at on Twitter and Instagram? Dave Festini at D Festini on Twitter. You can find me. And I have no idea when this one's going to drop. Cause our other one didn't drop yet. <laughs> the, the so August sometime this will drop in August. Um, <laughs> we are at rock solid show. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. And what else? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. That's always a good place to go. And for the playout song tonight, since it kicked so much ass in our first <laughs> battle of the night, I'm going to play the demo version of Jesse's girl featured on the working class dog CD. So thank you, Dave. And thank you, Dave. And we will thank see you, you next Pat. time. Good seeing you guys. All right. Uh, Dave Schneider, go uh, make some popcorn with your family before <laughs> you might be go. locked in the basement right now. Go acknowledge the children. Yeah, you have children. No. no. <laughs> Bye, guys. Take it easy. See you, Pat. Well, Jesse is a friend and Lord has been a good friend of mine. But lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define Jesse's got himself a girlfriend and I wanna make her mine And she's watching him with those eyes And she's loving him with that body, I just know it And she's holding him in her arms, little, little, late at night You know I wish that I had you
Dulcet tones of Dave Schneier. Hello. Very nice. All right. I guess we start, right? Yeah. Let's start. <clears throat> you okay? Yeah. <laughs> 